this is your co-host Asteroid Cosplay, and you are listening to the Heroes of Cosplay Sanctuary Podcast. Welcome to the Heroes of Cosplay Sanctuary Podcast. This is your host, Scotty B. Does my voice sound tired, everyone? I don't know if it does. I feel a little bit more calm uh, making the content this week. Maybe that's why <laughs> it's a little quieter. It's a little, it's a little less like caffeinated. Maybe I don't know. But uh, today, so we've we've had some uh, we've had some pretty good I I don't know some pretty good discussions already this week. So here we are, day three coming out Wednesday, and I want to talk about starting at zero. And that feeling of missing out that we often get as cosplayers, especially when you are new and you are not established and you're just getting on to Instagram and you're just kind of joining in on the conversation of cosplay and you're hoping that everything turns out and you get millions of followers, whatever the case may be. No matter who you are, you start at zero. You start with zero followers. You start with no one knowing what you're doing, no matter how good you are at anything you do, no matter the talent level when you sign up for Instagram, Instagram doesn't know you. They don't. It doesn't say, "Oh, well, you're uh, you're already pretty good at this. What a great post! Let's <laughs> let's let's just give you a bunch of followers." So, so it's it's really uh, there's a lot of thought that can go into all of this. There's a lot of planning. There's just tons of emotional response to how a post does that can go into this. And of course, when you're looking at what everybody else does and you see everybody going to the cons and you see all the stuff that's going on inside of cosplay online in all these spaces, all the lives, everything, it's very busy. And you do feel often like you are missing out, like real life sucks. And I'm not even getting like, I don't have anything for this. I don't have a costume to go to the ball. Like this is terrible. I get it. I mean, I'm not at New York Comic Con. I didn't go. And that would have been really cool, but, you know, things being how they are and just what I wanted to do for C2E2 this year and not knowing how things were going to fall for COVID. And I still say there's some question marks there in terms of how cons will be negotiated or at least how I will navigate them. So, you know, I need a few more months to figure that out. As far as feeling uh, that feeling of missing out, you know, at a certain point for me, I guess I think, I think it becomes a cliché. And, you know, who am I trying to keep up with? What are we trying to keep up with in this space? We're doing so much. Like, I look at the amount of content that I create and, you know, whether people pay attention to it or not, it's a lot of work. Like, it's every it's every weekend. It's eight to ten hours a day, Saturday and Sunday, to create all of this. And I'm not even doing anything for my cosplays, really, at all. Um, I'm just creating the content, producing the show, and trying to think of new and fun things to talk about. The, the bad thing that happens uh, is when, when you get to this, when you get to this feeling of missing out and when you see what other people are doing, you tend to want to gravitate towards whatever it is that they're doing and you forget all about what you're doing and you're like, oh, well, I should try that instead. And you, if you're doing a cause, if you're trying to do cosplays like that, you never finish. I'm, I just, I have such a problem finishing cosplays and I have such a problem, like I'll get so far and then I'll be like, I just need this one piece and I have no idea how to make it. And, you know, it's going to take me possibly years to figure out how to sew or something like that. And then I'm like, well, crap, you know, I either have to go and find somebody and commission them and possibly spend a thousand dollars on something that shouldn't cost more than thirty nine ninety five at Joann's uh, because I don't have a sewing machine 
or you know and that I want it to spec and I want it to look a certain way or I take all of this time and I put the cosplay on a shelf and then I watch everybody else do something cool while I'm sitting here trying to like hand sew uh you know some fabric together and and it's just going to look awful anyway well at least in my head you know like this is where I defeat myself what I have to ask myself instead is what exactly am I missing out on you know what am I missing <laughs> like I put all of this stuff out uh to to be listened to as you know kind of uh the, the advice section uh, for cosplay coaching, if you want to call it that. I, I don't call it that, but there's there's a lot going on. What am I missing out on? Am I, am I missing premieres? Am I missing collaborations? Am I missing sponsorships and being recognized? And how important is any of that? Like, what's, what's the goal? What's the plan? Why are you doing it anyways? What's the point of doing all of that in addition to what you're already doing? Depending on what the return is, depending on how you feel about it, you might be missing out, but I think you always will feel that no matter how much you do, no matter how many different things you're doing. There's always another thing. There's always different things that everybody else is working on. And, you know, you see the interactions and you're like, oh, right. Like, so what? So you're so you're starting out. Here's my advice for that. In, in the beginning, when you start at zero, you don't need to worry about outreach and about who you need to collaborate with. You know, that comes up don't chase the clout. I mean, I think that's, that's really the big, the big idea here is just don't, don't chase out. Don't, don't look to people who have big followings on TikTok just because they have big followings on TikTok and you want to have a big following on TikTok. That's not going to get you there. Like you can have people with, like, even in terms of the show, like I could get guests who have hundreds of thousands or millions of followers. That wouldn't mean anything for the show because it doesn't mean that their audience wants to follow me you know, why they have to have a pretty strong why. And if it's just one episode with the person that they're following, they're just following that person. They're not there. You know what, what they think about me, a totally different thing. And, you know, in, in many cases, the show would have to be so overproduced to attract that kind of attention. I'm just not there yet. I think people forget that the kind of production value that goes into some of these things they see on Twitch, these are big channels. These are possibly brand-backed channels. So Twitch might be putting money into this or time into this. These people might have editors doing things, designers doing things for them, and they're paying them. And you know, for my uh, for my knowledge, you know, a produced minute in a video can be a thousand dollars, can be five thousand dollars, depending on what you're doing. You know, it's it's a lot of time. It's videography. It's it's editing, and to get all of that done, if I'm if I'm only producing a show and I'm not producing something that is intentionally produced like it's scripted and it's filmed and it's done in a cinematic fashion just producing a show on youtube that i don't know what the traction is going to be for that episode i can't game it like if i'm going to invest five to ten grand a week like you're talking forty thousand dollars a month where's that money coming from you know that's that's five hundred thousand dollars a year on a youtube channel that isn't even monetized so that's a little unrealistic and i think that's the perspective that I use when I'm thinking about what I'm doing. It's like, you know, like, yeah, the, maybe the quality is not quite there yet, but you know what? <laughs> if I was spending a half a million dollars, like some of these other YouTube channels spend, I'm sure it would be, I'd, but I'd also have an executive producer in my ear telling me exactly what to do and how to be on camera and all of the choices that would be made for the show. I'd lose all of my creative license in the things that I talk about and the people that I even have on the show. So why would I want that? I mean, a lot of people don't, 
see they they see what the result is they see oh well this person's getting all of this attention in the end are they happy with you know are they happy with that or are they just a player uh in a bigger in a bigger idea like maybe they're you know it's not even theirs to make the choices on anymore and you know that and then you're just an employee again which you know, i don't think that's that's really not the plan for me you know <laughs> that's not what i want with this it's it's supposed to be more fun and uh informative so then we come back to volume, standards, consistency, having a plan, which I've talked about this week, who you work with and what you do next. I mean, that's really what there is. Like, really, you just need to focus on what you create. Just document and create in the beginning. Start at zero. Go from there and be a little easier on yourself with what's going on in the space already. So that's where we're going to end it today. Thanks so much for being here this week, everybody. We'll be here tomorrow for one more episode. And... Yeah, this is Scotty B. Here's the Cosplay Sanctuary. Thanks so much for being here. Bye-bye.